up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 96, Creating a Sustainable Business. Before we dive in today, I want to remind you that the first step for you and I to work together is to schedule a free 30-minute consultation at marketinguninhibited.com, where we can get to know more about each other and talk all things marketing, business, whatever you need to get off your chest. Usually people are like, I just have so many ideas, I don't know where to start. That is where you start. Free consultation, marketinguninhibited.com. I have a short events update, so I know a lot of you wanted to attend some of the workshops I had in December, but were unable to because of the holidays, craziness of 2020 ending. Um, So now is the time. We are getting back to it. So on January 14th, which is Thursday, if you're listening to this in real time, I'm hosting a free Marketing 101 workshop with the Small Business Development Center at Wabanzi. It's free, it's one hour, and you can register at the Wabanzi Small Business Development Center, Wabanzi SBDC website. You can find the workshop there under their workshops. I also have the link in my Instagram bio. On Tuesday, January 19th, Also at 7 p.m., both of these are at 7 p.m., I am hosting a free Marketing 101 workshop. So the same thing I'm doing at the SBDC on Thursday, I am doing on Tuesday, hosted by the Aurora Public Library. This one is budgeted for a little more time, um, just so we have time for questions and answers. I wasn't sure how many people would show up. I've never done a virtual event with the library before. This is also on Zoom, and you can register for this at the Aurora Public Library website underneath their events category. So just click on events and then just kind of scroll through or you can search by date. Again, that's January 19th at 7 p.m. on Zoom. And last but certainly not least, on Wednesday, January 20th at 7 p.m., Tammy and I are bringing back our Raise Your Vibe virtual networking and social event. So we did this last year. Well, goodness, I can't remember how many years we've been doing Raise Your Vibe now, but we did kind of fall off with COVID. Um, A lot of people just were feeling Zoom burnout. The format wasn't really working. So we were trying to shift things a little bit. Um, We're making this only an hour. We're pushing it later in the evening. So Grab a cocktail or a mocktail if you're doing dry January like me and join us. Don't, you know, no need to dress up. You don't have to be an entrepreneur. Just come and enjoy community and connection. And hopefully, um, you know, you get some mindset shifts, maybe some energy, whatever you're looking for. Come join us. And that is virtual. So, Thursday, January 14th, free workshop with SBDC at 7 p.m. Tuesday, January 19th, free workshop with Aurora Public Library at 7 p.m. Wednesday, January 20th, free networking 
with Tammy Helfrick at 7 p.m. All of these will be on Zoom. If you need a link, just send me a message on Instagram or shoot me a text or an email and I'll get that to you. All right. Oh my gosh. Welcome back, everyone. I have to take my sweatshirt off. I am, <laughs> I'm getting fired up. Back in the hot seat. All right. Um, happy New Year. I hope that you guys had a good holiday season and that you are easing in to 2021 and doing whatever you need. Going with the flow. That's what I wish. Maybe that's what I'll put on my holiday cards next year. Like, I hope you can go with the flow this holiday season and into the new year. Um, just a quick update on my end of things. So some of you probably know this already, but um, we had a good holiday season. Unfortunately, though, we lost our puppy Apollo on Wednesday, December 23rd. Um, it was sudden, it was tragic, and it has been very traumatic. Um, essentially, he ate something as puppies do, um, showed no signs or symptoms of anything being wrong for a couple of weeks. He finally did have some symptoms. We took him to the vet. They said, yes, there's definitely something blocking his intestines. The next day, Wednesday the 23rd, Christmas Eve Eve, they had performed surgery and um, unfortunately, he did not come home that night. So <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, I think you guys know <laughs> I talked about him enough on this podcast Uh that, yeah, you guys know how much we loved him as a family. He was my baby. So um, I just wanted to share that with all of you. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to cut any of this out because this is real fucking life, folks. Um, And I think it's good for me to practice talking about this. So as much as. I'm sure you have questions and I know you all care and you want to express your condolences. As you can tell, I'm not really in a position yet personally, mentally, emotionally to have conversations about this. Um, <clears throat> so I'm telling you here on the podcast, if you're a client, um, so that we don't have to spend time during your one hour to talk about this. So yes, um, that has definitely affected the tone of the past few weeks for me and for my family. Um, and we're just working through it. And I will have a podcast, I'm sure, in the future um, talking about marketing your business <laughs> while you're grieving because that's something I'm figuring out right now. And if you are, no matter what you're grieving or if you're grieving something right now, I would just say to um go on your go at your own pace there is no timeline for grief and there is no manual for how to handle these types of situations as it relates to your business um and so really that's what inspired the topic that we're going to talk about today which is creating a sustainable business um because for 
the past few weeks, I've been thinking to myself, you know, like how I think I've been putting a lot of pressure on myself to um, share this news or to open up about it with my audience. And, and something that I know about myself is that I like to grieve personally. Really, really, like I like to process any of my emotions privately. Um, I'm not like, I think I've told you guys before, like to the point where my mom, if I'm crying, will be like, do you want a hug right now? And most of the time my answer is no. And like Marshall has learned to learn that behavior as well. A lot from like talking with my mom and also just like he and I communicate pretty well. So I would say, you know, the biggest thing here is self-awareness. Um, and then when things like this happen in life, which they do all the time, right? Um, pets die, friends die, family members die. I am like in the past year. So 2020 was a crazy year for a lot of us. Um, and I think it took me until this downtime around the holidays to, you know, I've, I've, been able to give myself more downtime, um, you know, just with the natural cycle of my business. Like I'm not really going to get busy until the middle of this month. Um, and so I've just had a lot of time to think. And a lot of that was me processing everything that happened in 2020. So in the beginning of the year, you know, and I know a lot of you had huge years, like, like a huge year. So much happened in 2020 beyond the pandemic. So for us, you know, like we worked on renovating our office. And then the first day that my office was done, quote unquote, like where I could, I went to work that day in my office was the day that I got the call that one of my longest and best friends, Bobby was on hospice. Um, and I rushed out of my office that day in a snowstorm to go home and pack my shit and call my friends and go to Chicago so that I could see Bobby for what would be the last time. So that was February. Um, January, Marshall and I got engaged and continued working on the office. February, we finished the office and um, one of my very best friends died from cancer. March, we all know was the pandemic and that began my work from home slash stay at home mom duties with rebel where, because you know, her mom and Marshall um, have had to work outside of the home this entire time. And so while we are grateful for them, you know, continuing to work and having their jobs, it has been difficult as it has been for all the parents out there navigating that with, a child at home whose parents all work. And while we have a huge network of grandparents and family at the time, we were trying to limit that. Um, so largely taking that on ourselves, which meant me. So, you know, that was March. And then in April, if you remember, my <laughs> car was broken into at the woods and they stole my purse. Um, I was with Rebel that day and that launched a whole, I think it was like a three month saga you know, at the time I did all the right things. I called and changed my bank account, um, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, weeks later, the criminals who stole my, my purse out of my car were able to use my ID and an old deposit slip at the bank to gain access to my 
brand new checking account, which was supposed to be secured and monitored, um, and then to fraudulently write and cash checks in my name, um, which launched a, a whole identity theft thing and fun for me for months. Um, you know, and then that took us into the summer. And then we decided to <laughs> buy a house and renovate a house. And um, then, you know, we were into the fall and that's when we got the puppy and had no idea what the fuck we were doing with a, a puppy. And turns out he was given to us four weeks before he should have ever been weaned off of his mom. So we essentially took home a newborn and, you know, had to start from the very, 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 very beginning of puppy training with Apollo. Um, and then, you know, that led us into the holidays and then we, <laughs> 2020, the final kick in the dick for us was the death of our puppy on Christmas Eve Eve, which was also the night that we were playing Santa for Rebel. So on the night that she had to set out cookies for Santa, we had to tell her that her puppy had died. Um, you know, so this has just been a hell of a year. And I feel like I am still processing. And mentally, I am not ready to, I'm not fully there yet to take on 2021. So um, this time has really allowed me to just slow down. And so many of the messages the universe is sending my way in various ways is that or that I need to slow down. Um, and I have long felt this in my life. I, um, I understand, and this is something that I talk with clients about, is like really focusing on the cycles of your business, which can be shaped by the cycles of our own lives or the cycles of our target audience and what they need. So this was interesting for me. This December was the first time ever that it really clicked for me that you guys are slammed in December. December is not a good time to, you know, December is like marketing coast mode. All the work you do all year long should lead you up to the holiday season and that holiday push if you sell a product and like you you count on those holiday sales. And so by the time we get to November, December, we're really just in coast mode and that's the goal. And so in turn, that means I am too. And that's a good time for me to do backend work, to work on my numbers, to work on content creation, to work on evaluation and follow-up um, and to really kind of step back and like shift gears into thinking about the next year. Because my clients, most of you energetically and really just from like a, a scheduling standpoint are tapped out at that point. Um, and so this was this was cool for me to observe this year because I feel like I was I was in a good spot to observe that where I wasn't overbooked, I wasn't overplanned. A lot of that was because of the holidays and COVID, the way things have been going. So um, I just want to one like if you haven't already this year, I recommend that you take time to give yourself a couple of hours, which I know may seem like a luxury, especially if you have kids at home or you have another job. Um, I know the demands are long, but even if you have to break it up over a couple days or like get up early a few days, I would really suggest giving yourself time alone, whatever that time looks like, to do an end of year debrief and a new year forecast 
and that can look like whatever you want it to. Um, I definitely think that should include journaling. Um, you know, I, I've done a lot of that work to get to this point on this podcast, but I also think this for me, like verbally communicating these things is part of my process. And I think letting you guys into my mind a little bit and how it works for me. So I follow a woman on Instagram. I think it's yoga girl, but her name is Rachel Braven. And she has a podcast called Conversations from the Heart. And she has a an amazing, it's like an hour and 20 minutes Um, It's a new year intention setting ceremony, but she does walk you through writing prompts to reflect on 2020 and then writing prompts for setting up 2021. And what I really like about that is that she divides her prompts into four categories and it's home, body, mind, and soul. And Um, So like your business would fall under the mind or, I mean, for me, I work from home. So the home category. And so you can kind of like divide top themes or topics in your life, however you see fit into those four categories. Um, And she, you can pause the podcast and, you know, take as much time as you want to, to journal on those things. And so I would just say first, give yourself time to think. That is something that I've had a lot of recently, both intentionally and unintentionally, obviously not having a puppy anymore and rebel back in school has freed up a ton of time. So I am trying to just ease into that time instead of resist it and learn what it means to kind of operate at a slower pace. I for so long prided myself on the fact that I was good under pressure and I operate well in chaotic situations. I have long worked in the restaurant industry. I have usually chosen some sort of high pace job because of that reason. Like that's why I liked restaurants. That's why I liked working weddings. That's why I liked bartending. Um, You know, and that's why like I like that level of intensity, but it Working in those, anyone in the industry or anyone who's gotten out of the restaurant industry will tell you that that pace of life is rarely sustainable because it will wear you down mentally and physically. So I have been taking this opportunity with downtime to think about the pace of life that I really want. I'm in a position now because I've chosen this path of entrepreneurship and creating my my own schedule and my own job description, um, where I also get to then choose the pace of my life. And this is applicable if you have a job right now. You get to choose how much shit you pile into your calendar on a daily basis. And I have spent probably the last few years of my life saying no to more things than yes. And I, I'm sure I've talked about this concept before, but um, Tim Ferriss, uh, you can Google him. I don't, he has a podcast and, and a lot of other titles behind his name. But anyway, he has a phrase where he, you know, he gauges everything that he does in his life by asking himself, like, if it's not, is this a hell yes? Is this a hell yes? Like, do I want to do it to the point where I'm like, hell yeah, I want to do that. 
And if the answer to that question is no, then the overall answer is it's a hell no. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And that has been, that's been how I've operated my schedule for a long time, except for, and like this started with social things. And then it, you know, it's come into my business as well. And so I would just offer that to you so we can, so all that is is being more intentional with our schedules, not taking on things that we don't want to take on. And you can do this from an energetic standpoint as well. Like maybe you have a friend that you're just not really feeling right now. You're not feeling the energy. You love them. But maybe it's like you guys are on different paths or the directions that you're going are just not in sync right now. And that's okay. Everything has a season, right? Um, And that's a lot of what this time and like my grief have brought up as well is that like everything has a season. Everything, Everything in life has a cycle. And if we can relax into our business cycles as much as we can relax into other things, we're going to get to this place where we're running a business from a place of calmness, a place of consistency, a place of trust that your plan is working for you, even when you're not hustling or forcing or you don't feel like you're working, quote unquote, that the plan is always working. And this time has also allowed me the freedom to ask myself, what nurtures me? So take a step back, ask yourself, what are the cycles of your own business? And I know most of you, the cycles kind of flow with the holidays. So you may ramp up at Mother's Day and then maybe summer is not as busy, but then you ramp up again, like heading into the fall and the holiday season. Um, So really just, and this is why doing your numbers on a monthly basis for 12 months, six months, 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, that's where I'm getting to with some of my clients, can give you such a great picture of the cycles of your business. And it can really help you understand the ebbs and flows of your business. So when you get to a point where, like where I do every month, I know that like the first week, the first week and a half of the month are generally slower. And they're slower by meaning like I don't have a lot of client meetings those weeks. I take consultations, um, but those are generally good times for me to do like content creation. So recording podcasts, doing videos, spending time working on my numbers or thinking about, you know, new ideas or workshops. Um, So really allowing yourself, giving yourself the gift of analyzing your numbers and tracking your numbers on a month to month basis so that when you get to the end of the year and you look at the big picture of the year, you can say, wow, that's crazy. Like, look how I peaked there and then look how slow it was there. And then this year, when you get to a slow point, reminding yourself like, oh yeah, it was slow this time of year, last year. This is a good time for me to organize my shop, to, you know, figure out a better process, to offload some of that old inventory, to get creative with other ways that I engage with my audience because I know that they're not really buying a lot right now. And that gives you an opportunity to say, why aren't they buying right now? To understand something about your audience. Maybe you have a lot of, 
you know, maybe moms are like your target audience. And so like August is just a low month for you because moms are busy doing school shit or moms or the the parent figure in the household, you know, anyone who has kids around. August is generally is busy. You're trying to finish up your like family vacations or, you know, get your kids, figure out what they need to go back to school. And then it's obviously with COVID, like there's so many unknowns, like, are they going to school? Are they doing e-learning? What do we need for e-learning? Where are they going to sit if I have to work from home? Right. So asking yourself what has caused some of those cycles in your business will help you better empathize with your audience so that when you get to that point in the year, you can relate to them and you can say like, I see you. Here's something else that will help. You know, here's something I can offer you for this time of year. And so, again, understanding the cycles of your business and then understanding yourself and taking time to ask yourself what you need in these times. Like so many of us, especially the women right now and especially any of you that have kids around, um, we are not taking time to fill our cups and we are not doing the things that we need to. And so I would... Say this, if you have an opportunity where someone can watch your kids, you don't always, I used to think this, like I used to think that if we got a babysitter for Rebel, that then I had to work or clean my house. Like I couldn't get a babysitter just to have some alone time and some self-care time. And then Marshall was like, please don't work all day. Do something for yourself while you don't have Rebel. And it like took him saying that to me for me to be like, yeah, why? wait, what? Like, why wouldn't I take advantage of this alone time? And you can take advantage of it however you want to, but don't work yourself to death, right? You deserve an hour of that time where your kid is away to do something nice for yourself and to like, you taking a bath is just as important as you working on your business or you making dinner or you cleaning the house or whatever whatever is on your to-do list put yourself at the top of it right we also have to go on our to-do list and i know that if we don't put ourselves on our to-do list a lot of times it doesn't get done because so many of us operate off of our to-do list and operate operate off of our plans which is why one of the first things i have clients do if they're having troubles with scheduling is to block out time on their calendars to really look at your schedule and say like, okay, where do I have time? I know I I get up early just so I can get some quiet time to myself before the day starts. And maybe you're not a morning person, but maybe you want to stay up late. Maybe you put the kid to bed and then you and your significant other like, all right, cool. You know, see you in a little bit. I'm going to go upstairs and read or journal, or I'm going to go play guitar for a little bit. Um, so really just thinking about your schedule and thinking about where you can add in, make more time for yourself and to nurture yourself more the way you would nurture your children or the way you nurture some of your relationships in your life. Um, and then another thing that slowing down has helped me to do right now is really observe some old patterns that are no longer serving me. So I picked a year for 2021. I generally pick a word every year. Um, Did I say word or year? Anyway, I picked a word for this year and it is release. And it is something that has just been coming through me to me through life coaching, through my meditations. So um, 
I am releasing so many of these old patterns that no longer serve me, right? I have released them, which is so much of what (laughs) this slow time is reminding me of that like I'm choosing to slow down. I'm choosing to remain calm and to be consistent and to stick to my plan instead of rushing and hustling and operating from the place of like graspiness and being reactionary because I'm in a chaotic environment. Like I made in October more money than I've ever made in one month in my business. And looking back on that now, I realize it was because like I didn't even have a chance to think about the money. Like I, we were so busy in October because we were getting siding done on our house We had a new puppy that was just about eight weeks old, but we'd had him for four weeks at that point. And we had um, some other projects being done around the house, both outside and inside. I mean, things were just bananas here. And I made more money than I've ever made in a month in my business. And looking back at that is because I didn't have the time to worry about not making money, right? Like, and I I didn't have the time to do anything outside of my plan. So I just remained consistent. Like my my bare minimum in my business is to be consistent with my content, with my messaging, and with my plan. And my plan, as you know if you're my client, like these plans are they're loose plans, right? We it's like the plan in general is bare minimum. And then a lot of times, like if we're trying to grow in a certain direction, then we'll we'll ramp it up a little bit or we'll focus more energy on that. But slowing down is part of the plan. Like when you work out and you have a workout plan, for like my brother gives me a workout plan every couple of months and I, I do it until he gives me a new one. And it's a four, it's a one week workout plan that I repeat every week. And this allows me to track my progress, which is important, right? Talking about consistency. If you're doing something consistently, you want to see progress in the direction that you're going and growing. And always built into the plan are rest days. So, you know, it's it's a seven day plan, but there are two rest days. So I don't have to do my conditioning on Monday. I don't have to do my long runs on Sunday. That's how it's tentatively mapped out. That's the template he gave me, which is what I do. I give you guys a template for success, but then it's yours to decide how you want to use it and how you want to get it done. If you're feeling froggy and you're like, yeah, let's get this shit done. And then you do a bunch of stuff in one day and you're ahead of the game. That's great. Or like today is Tuesday. I'm supposed to do an arm workout today. I wasn't feeling it. The sun is out. I am tense in my um, upper body area from a workout yesterday, but also stress, I guess. Um, (laughs) Self-induced as always, but so I chose not to. And I know that I have enough days this week to be able to get my arm workout done because that's important to me because it's part of the plan and I want to be consistent And then the other thing is when you make decisions like that, because you can, because you're in charge, it's to not beat yourself up about it. So like I went for a run today instead because that's what I felt like doing. And there was no no shame or no guilt around like me not doing my intended workout for the day, right? It was just 
you are in charge of your schedule. You are in charge of this life. You are in charge of your emotions. So this leads me to the biggest question of this podcast. What type of business do you want to create? If you're in charge of this, are you running a business that in a way that you want to be running it? Is how you're running your business right now sustainable? Because I can tell you, if it's if you're hustling, if you're rushing, if you're over planning, if you're reacting to things, if you're feeling a graspiness or an anxiety, anxiousness, um, it, that is not sustainable. You'll burn out. And burnout can look like different things for different people, but it can be gaining weight. It can be sacrificing time, energy, love in other areas to ourselves, to our loved ones, um, to our creativity. And it can also be just not wanting to do anything, falling out of love with your business. So really, again, what type of business do you want to create? I don't... So start there, right? What do you want to create? And then take a step back and say like, okay, what type of business are you currently running? And then I want you to ask yourself, what type of clients do you want to attract? Because if you're operating from a place of rushing and hustling and graspiness and kind of hot mess energy, um, and this is, I borrowed that term from Stacey Bayman, who's a, a life coach who has a podcast I listen to, but if you're, if you're operating from that hot mess energy, you're going to attract hot mess clients. So take a look at the clients that you're working with. Are they hot messes? Are you wondering like, why, why are these people attracted to me? Or maybe you're in the dating scene or maybe this is more relevant talking about dating. But like, think about maybe there was a time in your life where you feel like all these train wrecks of people were just attracted to you. Was, I hope that's just not me. <laughs> Anyway, maybe you can relate, maybe not, okay? Clients or dating. You get what you give. So we attract the energy that we're putting out. So if you don't like the people that are finding you, it's not about them. You need to turn it around on yourself and say, what am I doing to attract that type of client? What am I saying in my messaging to attract that type of client? Again, going back to creating a sustainable business. Are the clients you're working with right now sustainable? Is that what you want for the future? For future you, for the future of your business? Is this the life you want? Is how you're running your business right now sustainable? What do you think you would feel like if you had a sustainable business? Are you waiting for something that you think is going to change the game for you? Like, are you, for example, what do you think you're going to feel like when you make it? So a lot of ways this comes up for people, um, a way to position it is with weight loss, right? A lot of people, especially after the holidays, I, I've seen it on the social media. I've seen it on the interwebs. People talking about their weight. Not just women, but a lot of times women. Um, and saying things like, you know, fingers crossed, I'm going to get my workout in today. Or when I lose weight, 
I'll start my YouTube channel. Or when I lose weight, I'll be more confident. When I lose weight, I'll be happier. When I have more money in my bank account, I'll be happier. I'll be successful. But the surprise, the spoiler is that you're still going to be the same person when you achieve those things. So why not work on those things now? Work on your confidence now, being confident with who you are and where you are. Obviously, if you want to improve your lifestyle and you want to get in shape, then calmly and consistently make those changes so that you do it in a sustainable way so that you can change who you are. And you say, and I am now the person who works out five days a week. I am the person who consistently has extra money in my bank account. I am a runner. Do you know how many years it took me to be able to say I'm a runner? The shit doesn't happen overnight. And I think that's a problem. Like the, the reason we have problem with downtime and slow times and not being busy is because we feel like then we're not working towards our goals. But what if the downtime is part of the process. It's necessary for you to create a sustainable business. Could you imagine running a business where you didn't have vacation time or downtime or time off or sick days? Sometimes I forget that. Like, holy shit, I used to call in sick. I mean, I hated my job at one point, so I used to call in a lot. But sick days. Do you ever give yourself a sick day in your business? Where you're like, you know what? We used to do this, my friend and I, Bobby, um, we used to take personal days and we would call them mental health days before that was like a trend. We would text each other and be like, you know what? I'm going to take a mental health day today and recharge the batteries and not have any guilt about it. It's okay to slow down. And maybe slow is not, I was just talking to Tammy about this this morning. Maybe slow is not the right word. Maybe it's like a steady pace, a calm pace, a consistent pace. So think about that. What type of business do you want to create? Is how you're running your business right now sustainable? What do you think you would feel like or you're going to feel like when you make it? Whatever make it means to you. If it's about your business, maybe it's a dollar amount. Maybe it's number of clients. Maybe it's weight loss. You know, Maybe it's a number on the scale, a number in the jeans, whatever the case may be. Think about those feelings. And what if instead of waiting until you achieved that thing to then feel that way, you just chose to feel that way now? Listen, I promise if you are showing up consistently and calmly for your goals, that you are going to be confident. So it's about taking action, but taking action from a place of Oh, it's like believing that it's already done. I hope this is making sense to you guys. I know this is a little more like a little more out there, but the point is that having downtime is part of running a sustainable business. You cannot hustle your if you just hustle hustle hustle, you're going to burn out. And burnout is not sustainable for your business. 
So downtime, rest days, they're a necessary part of the process because they give you time to think. They give you time to step out of working in your business and to reflect on the business as a whole, to see the whole picture. They allow you to have time and space and energy for what nurtures you and to figure that out also allows you time to think about old patterns that are no longer serving you. What can you release that no longer serves you? And what can you choose to believe moving forward? What What's a better pattern? What's a better thought? What's a better behavior? What's a better action? What if instead of saying, you know, I'm... I don't have enough time to market my business. I don't have enough time to work out. It really, so much of it comes down to time, right? Time, time, time. What if you've just flipped it and you said, the time I have is enough. The time I have to run my business is enough. If you only have nap times right now, it's enough. If your schedule is so crazy that you only have like, 10 or 15 minutes to get a sweat on, I promise you that is enough. But if you dilly-dally on your phone for five minutes trying to find a good workout instead of sticking to your plan or instead of just going with the flow, you're going to waste that time. So be aware of when you're letting that time slip away from you and when you're not being intentional with your moments. You want to sit on your phone for 10 minutes and scroll on Instagram? Then do that with intention. But don't take time away from something else. Don't come to me and say you don't have time. Because I bet if we pieced it all you together, all the time you're pissing away, we all do it. You just have to be aware of it. So this is a longer episode. <laughs> but inspired by my downtime right now and really allowing myself space to think about what running a sustainable business means to me. And running a sustainable business means having downtime, having vacation time. Obviously, no one's taking freaking vacations right now, and that's a bummer. But you can still take time off. You can still call in a mental health day. You can still you know, go get your nails done on your lunch break. If you run your own business, you're allowed to do these things. Not every ounce of your day has to be consumed with working. Or maybe that's how you like it. Then choose that too. Whatever you choose, be confident in that decision and own it and stick to your plan and show up consistently and show up calmly trusting that the plan is going to work out and you're going to achieve your goals. Give yourself time to think, be aware of the cycles of your business, be aware of what fills your cup up mentally, emotionally, and start to release those old patterns that no longer serve you. You don't have to be the person who has struggled with weight loss their whole life. You don't have to be the person who has struggled with money or the person who's always rushing, or the person who, you know, doesn't have enough time to work out. You can be a new person. You can turn yourself into the person who's great with money. 
who runs a business exactly the fuck how she wants to run that business in the time frame that she has available. I am so tired of people. I, recently, this has come up like a few times where I've had, had people be like, yeah, I know that in order to have enough money for the lifestyle that I want to live, I have to sacrifice my happiness on a daily basis and be miserable at work. No, you don't. You don't have to sacrifice anything to have everything that you want. You can have it all. You don't have to sacrifice time with your family to spend time on your business to hustle and make that money. What if you had a business that afforded you an income that you want, that affords you the lifestyle that you want, and time with your family? What if that? What if... You could create that. And I'm going to do a podcast on this, but it's about the capacity to have. Because then when you get it and you do create that, what do you do with it? Do you beat yourself up about it? You tell yourself you don't deserve it? You're like, holy shit. Look at that money in my bank account. It's like burning a hole in your pocket because you don't know how to have money. You've never had that much before. These are things that come up. The grass is not greener on the other side. There are always going to be problems that arise, patterns that show up in our behavior or our mindset or our thinking, judgments from other people, their opinions, all of it. You don't reach some <laughs> magical level of life where you become untouchable from insecurities and those types of issues. So it's about how we manage it. And part of the way we manage it is by creating a sustainable business and a business that we want to have, which allows us downtime and time to recharge and time with our families or whatever your priorities are. Maybe you, you know, time to ride horses, time to paint your freaking nails, take a bath. I've been challenging myself to take baths during the day because it used to feel like Kind of like a dirty little secret to me. Like, oh, I'm going to take a bath in the middle of the day. I hope no one finds out I'm not working right now. <laughs> and now I'm like, shit, yeah. After this, I'm going to go take a bath. It's amazing. So it's, if you haven't listened to my episode on stepping into your power, this is part of that, that work too. Really allowing yourself the time and the space to think about what you want and how and creating a business that you want and that is sustainable for your lifestyle. All right, guys, let me know what you think about this episode. I hope you have a fantastic day. And if you're a client, I'll be seeing you soon. And if you're not, hopefully I'll be seeing you soon too. Schedule that consultation. Join one of the three upcoming events. You can check my Instagram for all the details on those events. And I hope to see you guys soon.